<laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the... How yeah. dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Fucking snag that intro. That's my intro. All right. Welcome to Height Drop, ladies and gentlemen. Parkour podcast and other topics as well. Here with the thief, Knox Manina. <laughs> you know I'm in town. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm permanently in town. But... And, of course, Dylan Baker. Dylan, what up? I'm here. He's actually in town right now. <laughs> yeah, Dylan's actually in town. He lives in Denver. We're up in Boulder at our usual locale, the Maxwell. All right, guys. So first things first, let's talk about that Pro Takeover. Pro Takeover 2.0 video. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say that, like, I want to preface this by saying I love Tempest. I love what they do, and I love everything about, like, the idea of the Pro Takeover. Dude, I love Frosty. And, uh... You know you like Frosty. <laughs> oh, I love Frosty. He's I hope ball. he likes I me. Love that guy. And I would love to go to the Pro Takeover 3.0 if they have one. Um, however, the gym video just doesn't stoke me out as much as, as like, the airplane video did. Just gotta say it. I had to say it. I gotta put it out there. Hate me for it. I hope I didn't just blow my chance for Tempest <laughs> Takeover 3.0. Um, it was a dope video. However, I just... I had to say it. I just there is a lot of fog and dubstep. <laughs> um, yeah, so what was your experience like? Dylan was the only one that was out there, so. Um, yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. It's, the thing is, like, it was actually an easier video to make because you're in one spot inside mm-hmm. and, like, everybody's just, like, all together. But the airplane thing, like, <sighs> everyone's just, just like, nightmare. running around and, like, I got, like, the most terrible sunburn, like a fucking bro tan sunburn from my tank top. And, uh, yeah, it was actually, like, kind of a tough video to film. I don't know, people were getting hurt and whatnot. Yeah. But at the gym, it was kind of just nice. You're like, oh, I need some water. I'm just going to go, like, get some. Go get some. <laughs> so <laughs> there, the I lazy guess. side of me is like, yeah, that was, a, that was a great time. No, it was. No, but I, yeah, it was, a, it was a great experience. Like, going to the takeover, I think it's kind of the same for any event in parkour. Like, going to Red Bull, going to the takeover, it's all, like, yeah. it's, Awesome being there. Yeah, it's, it's awesome more more awesome the than event. like the the finished product. People aren't gonna always like remember unless you know, like the experience is more valuable than let's say like the even like the you know the trophy of going to Red Bull or whatever it is or anything. Yeah, for sure. That's true. In fact, like I would have liked to have seen because it's I felt like I was missing out on some of that in the video. Hmm. A lot of really dope shits going down, like crazy. The cast, um, everyone was you know especially stoked on a few things. There was like the, the cast back into a or the swinging backswing whatever that move's called what is that called the <laughs> swinging know, back cast, swing it's not a the backswing the like is from your like, hip area gainer thing i don't know what the hell that is to seriously don't know what it's called i should probably know. just call it the solar eclipse moon <laughs> dive roll punch run roll <laughs> thing with the mat underneath there you go all right that one so that move is super innovative and i think innovative is the word that like um that I would say that is the one that stokes me out the most when, when videos do something new mm-hmm. and or a clip is new. And so in a lot of ways this video was innovative. Some ways it wasn't. Get, got your classic dubstep. <laughs> Dude. Um, I, what I was getting at, though, is I wanted to see a little bit more of, like, the interaction and almost, like, some more of the documentary, do- or, you know, just, like, some interview or something. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be able to put out some more footage if they want to. Of Actually, yeah, I think the some of the guys from Visiv or... What is the name of that? I don't know. Yeah. They were, they were 
doing like stuff for the Flow Show. They were like mm-hmm. doing interviews. I don't know if any of that has come out yet, but yeah, know. it seems like it was a really, really dope event to be a part of, and it was just incredible there. And uh, I just I would like to see a little bit more even. Um, I think the tricks were dope, um, but I also just want to see I want to see more of like what it was like to be there since I didn't get to go, and uh, hopefully I'll get to go next year. Maybe next yeah. year the the Myrmidons can go. Well, we got to be good. Well, see, we definitely can't talk <laughs> shit on videos because we put out a video yet, and our own video is a gym video. So I need to <laughs> shut my mouth, obviously, right now. But um, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like, but ours, you Matt can watch them. I think it's times. I think it's incredible that they were able to get all these guys in one place, like, and there's already just like in, so much inherent value and in just everyone being together. Like you, you got to meet that guy Joe. You said was. Um, a huge inspiration. He came back and he started just like, I got to learn a giant. <laughs> He's just like, I got to get my lachets more beast because yep. he just was exposed to people that could just do some ridiculous stuff. Um, and that's always going to help the sport get progressed. And yeah, was... they're doing it. It's huge that that, that, that event exists. So thank you Tempest for putting that together for, to push everyone a little bit further. And, uh, just yeah. Shout out to Joe Hooger. Joe. I don't think he's listening because he doesn't Probably even have doesn't. a Facebook account. But <laughs> that guy's a beast. That guy's a legend. He's I don't know if you guys saw legends. that We video. saw the Jim and Joe video. Oh, man. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen it, what is it? Like, Falls? Jim and Jim Joe Fails or something. Jim Joe Falls or Fails, yeah. Holy shit. Those guys go like, hard. How, they're big dudes, too, right? They're like 6'2", 3". Yeah, Joe's, Joe is a little bit taller than me, I think. Maybe like a couple inches. So and maybe like 6'1", like, even. Just not, yeah, yeah. He's not Joel tall. No, not Joel tall. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still tall. He's got that that steez. Yeah, but apparently tall swagger. His, his brother Jim is like, I don't know. He, I guess he's like injured or something. So oh bummer. I was like, he's he's claims that is his last video, and Joe has been like, Joe is still training. He's training like a beast, but uh, I guess Jim is like I don't know. the the falls video was his last video. Yeah, ever. That's what he's saying. Damn, what kind of injury is this? Or is he just, like, not as passionate um, as he used to be? And he's like, you know what? I'm not sure. I did the parkour yeah, thing, and now I'm going to go do other things. Yeah, it was kind of vague. I don't really know what the problem was. You can't hate on that. Some people got a lot of talent, and they don't necessarily, like, want to to, to pursue it yeah. to the fullest, you know? You're just like, man. The funny thing is I've seen that happen before, though. Where someone's like, this is my last video. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the next video is like, years see later, they're like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> the vengeance. No, it's funny. Do you I remember Tim Pistor? Haven't you seen that? Tim Tim Pistor. Yeah, yeah, he did that. Dude, he did that and came right back. <laughs> he was he a beast. Came right back on the scene. <laughs> Let me get this moth out of here. Oh, it, it caught it out of air. Yeah, okay, you guys. See that? Dude, you just yeah, caught okay. that moth. For you, those of you listening, <laughs> that was a moth just came flying right in, came in. Came in piping hot, <laughs> piping hot, and True Brandon, Brandon just Douglas snagged it out of the air. True Brandon Douglas. Style. I didn't even have to try twice. That was my first, first shot. attempt. First attempt. <laughs> my first, first attempt. True attempt. That was some serious ninja stuff. Although I hear they're really fragile moths, so I hope I didn't do any damage. I just kind of like got between my knuckles and I just kind of like <laughs> threw it outside again. So. Why did you throw it against the wall? Because dude, just... I'm not a no. Like why a... did you? Then did you blow it away? Because then he would just float around again in this room. No, outside. You didn't give him a blow? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're changing the question. You said, why didn't you throw him against the wall? No, and then you're like, why did you? Why did I? Uh-huh. I didn't throw him against the wall. Well, good. <laughs> what are you guys even talking about? Where this, are we? Yeah, which he okay. the wall. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about this dude, Tim, who I don't know. 
Oh, true. Who's Tim Basur? He's a who a legend. He's old school. Old school. OG. Real OG. OG. Oh, he's yeah, he was in like Vaults 101. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What is Vaults 101? Vaults 101 was made by Ryan Demon Ford. Oh, the uh, Demon. He released on Demon Drills, I believe. We're gonna have to shout out to Ryan Demon Ford, <laughs> also known as Brian Fjord. <laughs> as I call him, I don't even know if I he does. I call him that. That's what he's in my phone as. Um, but uh yeah he's gonna be on the podcast one day so it was one of the first videos i ever saw because i was trying to learn parkour and i my big goal was like i I gotta learn all the vaults in vaults 101 (laughs) and so i would go through that thing like okay i got i got the lazy i got the calm and i'm just like kind of go through each one dope dope how did that does it hold up i haven't seen this video i don't think still yeah dude is Is it still is it still like Education. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. Hey, speaking of old school parkour tutorial videos, did you ever see the APK tutorial video? <laughs> Do you ever see that? I don't think they I still did. I think sell the same it. one from 2005. <laughs> it's terrible. The person demonstrating a reverse vault learned the reverse vault on that day. Okay, uh, they did like the the easy vault, as I call it, where they didn't actually turn; they just kind of threw their one leg over. <laughs> Dude, that's that's amazing. It's terrible. Well, that sucks. I mean, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Those who are buying that DVD, then I guess. Yeah. It's, that uh, I, just I you don't have to buy a DVD on reverse vault. It's ridiculous. I feel like I feel like you could just go watch you know some GUP videos and be like, all right, that's how you reverse vault. <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> that's how you the way to do it. They can reverse vault anything. Yeah. Jesus, like. Who was out there? Was anyone from... That's their niche. Galizian? They just reverse. Like They bosses. do reverse faults. They, they really do their reverse faults. <laughs> is Fosky's... Fosky? Fosky. Excuse me. Pardon my English. <laughs> um, <laughs> my bad pronunciation. Uh, he was out there to take over as well, right? He was. Beast he got MVP. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they had awards. Little damn. known fact. Little known fact. I got uh, Next Level Shit Award. Oh, damn. That's beast. Yeah. For, Not surprised uh, at all. Jumping far and doing weird jumps backwards and stuff. It's <laughs> funny because I forgot that we were really into backwards jumps that, like, month. Yeah, yeah. Well, you especially, but, like, I was getting then down with them with you. And, uh, and you can see it in my NAPC run if you ever look at that because I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm doing, like, these backwards pre's and backwards 360 pre's. Um but yeah, that's funny because you haven't done that since then. But it's probably really yeah, yeah. helped. People were, were pretty stoked about that. They were like, How do you jump backwards to a rail? <laughs> I can't even jump forwards to a rail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird. Like, there's like those moments in parkour sometimes where you just you get your mind blown and you're blowing people's minds, and it's only because you're the first or one of the premier people to do it. But it's see, no one really knows how hard it is. Yeah. Until a lot of people are doing it, and then it's like, oh, I guess it's not that hard. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, not that it's easy to backwards rail pre or anything. I'm just saying, I remember when I was starting to do my last shade 180 pre's to bars mm-hmm. back at the old Apex gym, way back in the day, there was a lot of people who were just like, just Whoa. out of, they're like, what? What? What are you doing? Like, last shade rail pre, 180 <laughs> to like a seven foot bar, it's seven feet away. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you let go and you're like there and like a foot. Yeah, you literally just turn right at the end. <laughs> you just turn. You know, it's funny. I was actually doing that same move uh-huh. at the takeover. I was just messing around on this like flash A 180 back mm-hmm. to like 180 pre. And like one of the Russian guys, I think it was, he's like, whoa, that was cool. How do you do that? And I was like, 
you literally just like <laughs> go forwards and then you turn right at the end. And he did it first try. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's it's kind of one of those it. <laughs> it's one of those things that I did my first try too, essentially. Yeah. It was just like I was scared to do it and then I was like, No, I'm just gonna go for it because I'm pretty sure I got this. Yeah. And uh we've talked about this a lot, but it's just like sometimes that commitment it just puts you in the right mind state and you're good to go. Um, yeah. But you don't want to make the mistake of doing that in the wrong place. Um, oh. Speaking of the wrong place, so you could do that. Baker blog episode f- seven? seven? Seven. Seven just came out. If you haven't checked it out, go check that out, people. <laughs> Featuring all the members that you're listening to now. Um, let's talk about that. Plus Jake. Plus Jake. Let's Plus go. Jake, of course. Still some, want to get Jake on this podcast. Some rainbow hair. Yeah, it was rocking some rainbow it's hair. He's got a really dope haircut. <clears throat> um, that was a good mission. That was fun. It was really cool. Because that was new for you, even. Yeah, yeah in some actually, ways. We didn't... A lot of like missions. redid that area. Yeah. They, like, made a bunch of, like, apartment buildings, like, on top of this area and, like, closed off one part. And it, like, created this roof gap that it wasn't there before that you can see in the video, like, kind of halfway through. Yeah, and, it, was, uh, it was cool because rarely, I mean, Dylan was still the first to do everything because that's just, he's just a beast. We just let him go first. <laughs> We're like, how about, how about you just test us out? If it's hard for you, maybe we'll think. <laughs> but, uh, but it was cool because there was a few things that you'd never done that day. And, uh. It's always cool Pretty to have like that experience. The slide. the slide and like the cat leap. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't done oh, that. Oh, except except that. Yeah, sorry, I thought you said uh Yeah, everything except the slide, yeah. That cat leap was really interesting actually. No one really like said anything about it. I think we can tell Let's talk about that cat leap a little that bit. That cat leap was pretty intense. It, it was. It, you, I don't know if you when I when I finally did it, it was like, oh super easy. Oh yeah. It was ridiculously easy. I remember like I said, I was like after I did it, I climbed up and I was like, that was pathetically easy. <laughs> that was like the word I used. So you lean out and just barely jump. <laughs> Dude, I feel but, like I almost wanted to be further. Just a little bit more. To test ourselves more, you know? Like just a couple more feet. You know what? Like six more. It was feet. super cool because a year before that, or maybe less, like eight or nine months ago, we yeah. looked at that very same jump. No one even got up to like look at it. Except Knox. Knox actually got up and looked at it. Yeah. And he tested the thing. And he, he tested looked, the weight. He went. He went Which up to is, the top. By the way, that is like what I was going up there to do. There. I was going up there to test it, and then you were just like jumping. <laughs> I was just like. All right. I, remember, I guess he's like. No, no, it's funny. I remember, I remember him testing it. So I, I was him, like, I think it's good. I know. I remembered him too, but I was like, it's been a while. Maybe I'll like put my foot on it at least. <laughs> but I do remember that it's Knox, a rusty pipe sticking out of the wall. It's not a rusty pipe. pipe. But it's, it's like, like a, iron a bracket. Rust. Like it's, it's a little rust on it. You know, oh, it's made of iron. It's steel. It's strong. Or yeah, it's pretty steel. solid. Yeah, it's probably steel. But it's a good, it's a good thing to check. Well, I just remember you saying saying that it was really sturdy. That like the first time you looked yeah, at it, too. it's you're like, like it's, oh, it's you're like stomping on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely super sturdy. But it's funny because you like saying we wanted to go a little further, for sure. But also at the same time, it was really cool because you know I don't know like what the distance it would have been that made me kind of like second guess it again. But nine months ago, I was like too scared to even like get up on the rail. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just that night, you know, I might've done it like on another night, but, but then that day it was just, we walked up and it was just, yeah, definitely jumping to it. Zero fear. Really. When I was up there, I was just like, yeah, I'm high up, but no, yeah, I was super focused and it was really a casual jump. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously I'm zeroed in, I'm getting that like (laughs) Cali, but, uh, but yeah. All right. It was another thing we uh, we had mentioned we were going to talk about today, and we talked about or we mentioned we were going to talk about it on a few, 
previous podcast. Nutrition. Nutrition. Big old topic. Dude, I like to eat a lot. I like food. It's so good. (laughs) That's all we have to say. (laughs) That pretty much sums it up. Sums up our thoughts. I like drinking things that are liquid-like and eating stuff. It makes my tongue happy. Um, (laughs) That's no stop. You don't know anything about food. I. Broccoli. That's, it. That's all. Right. Okay. Broccoli. Broccoli. Okay. Wait, what's the next topic? Uh, cancer. Next topic. No, we're not going to the next topic yet. <laughs> we're we're going to get into uh, nutrition a little bit. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't want it to. It sounds serious, bro. It doesn't have to be serious. You're going to have a good time with it. Does okay, food. Yeah. But, oh, you just put okay, it in your mouth. So, a couple of things I want to talk about at least. Number one, for me, learned a lot about it over the like last two and a half years, especially the last like year and a half, I would say. Um, and my, my thoughts, what's working for me is meats, veggies, like a low sugar, gluten-free diet with like all organic, you know, only as farm fresh, as local, as, as like untainted as you can get foods. Um, taint. Yeah. Taint. Real mature. I just Real giggled. Mature. I just started. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of different theories out there. Obviously, like live ours promoting the vegan, <laughs> real, real mature. <laughs> Jesus, not. We're not laughing at you, live wire. No, we're not. We're laughing at dogs <laughs> making obscene gestures. Gestures. Uh, so okay. that's just worked for me, and I, I definitely advocate like anyone who's got the whatever, any kind of like knowledge to. To hit us up, share your knowledge, share For your sure. opinions. Well, opinions are great, but also share like some actual scientific knowledge if you can. That's better, because <laughs> um, <laughs> some people will tell you one thing and they're just wrong. And I feel like we're all the three of us are pretty on it for the most part. Yeah. Well, it's hard to know if you're even doing it right. Yeah. You've definitely. experienced. You just went back on gluten, right? Uh, I've been degaffing quite it's a bit. Been degaffing. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what degaff means. It's a, a term that is came over from the East Coast. I think it's from... You brought it. You I, and Ehab brought me it. Me and Ehab brought it, but I don't know... You planted pl- the DGAF seed. But Ehab is kind of full of shit. He's got the, the, the EGAF going. But DGAF is don't give a fuck. So it's more of a personality. We're not going to... Next uh, I think most podcast people know what DGAF is. Well, I hope I so. if you need to define it. Well, you know yeah. what, though? People a don't lot know of people the, don't. A lot of people don't, and they don't know about the personality. I'll say DGAF all the time because I'm just used to saying it around people that do know it, and people will be like, "What's that? What does that mean?" An hour and a half ago, I said it, and someone asked me, "What is DGAF?" And I had to explain it to them. And okay, I was like, well, now you know, guys. <laughs> DGAF means don't give a fuck, but it's not that you don't give a fuck about anything. Period. It's about the levels of fucks that you give. You know, you may some people well, this may is give a deeper about, definition. This is what we've given. Yeah. This is what we've given it. You know, there's a personality. So everyone's got their own little brand of DGAF. Okay, Knox is giving you the Wikipedia version yeah. of DGAF, which we don't really need right now. We just need the definition. But we can, we can come back to it later, but we can just <laughs> briefly touch on it. And, I don't think anyone needs to know anything more they, about They don't need DGAF. to go this deep. All right, fine. Well, <laughs> well, so well let's give you, give you, you know one last How about this? How about about this? You can uh, write down in the comments if you want us to talk about what it means... To degaff and and you can just degaff on that if you want to, <laughs> yeah. And degaff all over Knox's request if you if you'd Fine, like whatever. And that's you mean. Well, I feel like sometimes people just want to not give a fuck and hear about some 
random stuff sometimes. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure they do. So we can stay on topic about nutrition. detour from nutrition. So let's get back to it. So we're getting back to it. I haven't been (laughs) degaffing on my nutrition lately because... For those of you who don't know, degaff means... uh, You better (laughs) shut your mouth. (laughs) Better shut it right now. I'm going to degaff you off this podcast. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah, I mean, I've just been like... If I see like a cinnamon roll that I want, I'll just fucking put it in my mouth. Or if I, uh, I don't know, if I want nachos instead of, like, and my so why are those, oh, for, those for those who don't know, why why would you, why, or, like, what have you heard? What's bad about cinnamon rolls? What's bad about corn or, or nachos, like, tortilla chips and? Well, for me, I mean, I know you've been just doing gluten-free, but I was doing dairy, gluten, and sugar-free for a while. I was doing pretty much that. I was doing grain for you. I know actually. you do dairy quite a bit. Dude, I don't, I don't do talk. dairy quite a bit. Anytime I see you get a bowl, you get Oh, I'm not, when I'm at Illegal Pete's, I'm getting the shot. Okay. I'm already blowing it, dude. They got canola oil in there. Yeah, I true. degaff when I'm at Legal Pete's. I already blew it. That meal is free, and I just don't care. <laughs> so uh, you definitely catch me. But you see more. That's I guess that's the only meal I see you eat. That's the only meal you see me eat. <laughs> like Literally, it's like probably the one meal that I'm like the least giving a shit about. Very well, very well. So you you caught me, but it's also a tainted. It's I gotta stop saying tainted. I mean, I have knocks and stitches over here. (laughs) Just but it's a it's a biased sample. But like, you know, obviously there's like the paleo movement. That's kind of what like started this initial. Grains are bad. Gluten's bad. Gluten's like inflammatory for your joints, for your nervous system. Uh, There are people who, you know, again, I'm not a scientist. Are you? Yeah, I'm a scientist. You are a scientist. Dude, yeah. Are you a nutritionist? No. no. Okay. I'm are not, you a scientist? No, yes, but not a nutritionist. Okay, so we both, we all, none of us know what the fuck we're, we're all talking scientists. about, essentially. All of us are scientists. But I'll tell you what I've heard, and I'll tell you what I've heard from people that are smarter than me that I believe, for the most part, um, for one reason or another. Either they're really, really beast, and they have a doctorate um, in this kind of field, like Ken and his um, partner, Rachel, or... You know, whatever. Usually for good reason. But anyhow, I've, I've heard One that, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Alan, I mean, that's like... Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, but I'm anyhow. Just, I'm just boxing with you. So, these gluten has been linked to, like, diseases like... Uh, di- or not diabetes, excuse me. Well, diabetes for sugar, for sure, but... uh What is the one? Um, Alzheimer's. Ooh, Inflammation of the shit. brain. Um, muscular, like... Not even muscular dystrophy, but like there's certain like inflammatory nervous system diseases that uh, people are claiming that gluten is a direct cause for that, and like cancers and stuff like that. Obviously, this is from like all kinds of bad things that you're eating, like pesticides or whatever it is, or chemicals or the shit food that's like not real food. With you know, everyone kind of is on board with that already. Like they know when they're eating Big Macs that they're not eating healthy for the most <laughs> part. You know, like you're not having to convince people of that so much anymore, but. Um, but we still don't really know. The verdict's not totally in, although I would say that it's made a large difference in my training habits is cutting out, like, a lot of low-quality grains and gluten and then sugar, sugars of most any kind. Um, obviously, like, fruits are great, but the thing that a lot of people have me worry about is insulin spiking. Uh, so you want to have, like, your hormones in balance. This is, like, with my friend Alan... He's also one of the gym owners, or the gym owner at Northern California's Apex Movement. 
um, in Concord. He, he turned me on to this idea of balancing your hormones out. I don't want to bore everyone, but basically it's like you're more beast when you don't have your insulin spiking all the time. And uh, for whatever reason, um, you want to keep it like leveled out and basically just not do it. <laughs> so he even recommends like not absurd amounts of eating fruit and stuff like that because even though those things are healthy for you, if you're eating good fresh fruit, it'll spike your insulin and it could like deteriorate your muscles in one way or another. Hmm. Anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> well, yeah, I already put you guys to sleep with that one, so I can't imagine what the audience is doing. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm just... No, no, I, I'm I'm definitely interested in that. I just, like... It's weird. Nutrition is... Um, I feel like it's kind of a newer field. Yeah. And there's Very a young. lot of contradicted, contradicting information out there. Like, there's a lot of people that are having great success on a vegan diet, which is essentially the opposite of the paleo diet mm -hmm. you know you're you're eating lots of especially like with the fruitarian kind of route that like um tim sheaf is going yeah where he's eating lots of fucking sugars well and jenks was here jenks was, was eating just was like eating like like giant. 20 bananas a day and i was just like damn and he's just like obviously yeah, yeah. flourishing no and i mean he's beasting and then you've got people on the other end of the spectrum like you know i know that mish is paleo yeah. i've heard that kai i'm not sure if kai willis is totally paleo or not but that's kind of what i heard i'm i've been paleo for a while mm -hmm. except for like recently <laughs> but um and paleo like in a kind of a looser sense um uh, yeah i that's what i, I mean, think that i would be is paleo in a looser sense. i just i mean i don't know i don't want to yeah, put words yeah. in your mouth i'm just saying like paleo is like this hot buzzword <laughs> in a way and it became like stigmatized for it because people were just like yeah, i'm paleo and <laughs> by paleo, I mean, like, I embrace the idea that, like, my body is probably evolutionarily designed to eat certain shit. Yeah. And I'll eat that. Um, but also recognize the fact that it has the ability to adapt to eat new stuff. And that, you know, if someone tells me that it's, and I, you know, smart people will say that it's okay to eat certain things that aren't paleo, then I'm down to at least try it. Yeah. I'm not, like, strict paleo. Like, I mean, that's the thing. We have access to so many foods these days. Like, if you were, I don't know, living in some, like, long time ago in the Paleolithic area or whatever, <laughs> like, you're going to be in one area. You're going to be confined to one area that's going to have a certain selection of vegetation and maybe, like, I don't know, a certain kind of animal that you might eat, depending on if you even do that. I'm mean, not even sure. <laughs> um, so, whereas we have access to literally anything... Just, like, mm -hmm. fruits from all over the globe, vegetables from all over the globe. They're all, like, basically, they've been modified and changed over time just by selective breeding and all that crap. Yeah. So you never really know. Like, it's hard to say, like, what's what the hell is good for you? So for me, it's just, like, just stick to what's the 90% solution. Just eat things that are, like, <laughs> Generally, grow out of the ground yeah. and, you know, maybe some, like... Some meats that have been grown, I don't know, like, that have been, been grown. grown. Well, yeah, like, grown in test tubes, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the test tube beef, I wonder if that's become a thing. Dude, I've oh, been I'm just, sure. like, I've been eating I wonder. a lot of veggies. It probably is already a thing. I mean, I'm sure, I think it is already a thing, but I don't know if it's, like, actually, they can't sell it yet and have people eat it. Like, test tube beef. I will say that, like... One of the compelling arguments that, like, Tim Sheaf and anyone else has is the ethical argument against, like, eating animals. Oh, for sure. And I totally am on board with that in a lot of ways. Um, and I try to not 
you know, I'm also, also for the nutritionary aspect, it's important that you have like grass fed and like free range chickens. Like if you're going to be eating meat, like it's better if the, the animals are treated really well. Low stress then, environments. Then the, the high nutrient, the, the, the nutrients in the meat goes up, like whatever, you know, but that's neither here nor there. If you actually believe, you know, that you shouldn't be eating meat, um, which I totally respect, but I also just feel that my body likes the meat. <laughs> Dude, I like it. I used and to eat... it feels good for me, and uh, it's selfish as it might seem. I just I feel like there's a lot I want to accomplish, and I think that you know eating meat is going to be a part of something that is helpful for me to to accomplish those things in parkour, especially as an athlete. I felt like I need it, but you know I could be swayed. Dude, I used to eat a lot of meat. Um, I think that now I eat more vegetables, like way more vegetables, and then smaller meat portions. And I'm probably for a year. What? You said you're with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm liking that. Well, that's I, a I real problem, too. Is like you don't want to eat like loads of meat. You can OD meat. on protein. Yeah, you don't want to have too much protein. Not OD, but like. And like, <laughs> dude, I like green stuff. I just like eating colorful f- foods. Like the more color, the better for you. Just like I feel better when I have more vegetables and then just like. A little bit of meat. And sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm going to have like half a pound instead of a third pound sometimes. You know, it just depends on the day. But I feel like a little bit – I definitely feel lighter when I have a smaller meat portion and I have loads of veggies. I feel like I can almost eat unlimited amounts of vegetables and just be like, okay. I well, still don't even feel that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's the place where I see people kind of falter with the paleo thing. Yeah. It's just like – Oh, you know, it's all about meat. Yeah, they just portions fucked out of meat and yeah. eggs Which and like can backfire. No, yeah, for sure. Your body you gets definitely want lots of vegetables. Your liver Regardless gets like of what diet you want are on. The verdict is out. Yeah. Vegetables. vegetables are good. Eat a lot of those. It's vegetables being good has been a, good, a thing for like a century. That's like, eat all that green. It's stuff. the only one that's stuck all the way through. No yeah. one can talk shit about vegetables. Eat the green nope. stuff. They've Broccoli. never been able no to. No one's like, like meat's gone back and forth. Eggs, <laughs> vegetables are out. Dairy's gone back and forth. Like fruits been all over the place. Vegetables are steady. They're, oh, yeah. they're steady. Rock solid. They're, they're going so anywhere. solid. So you can't go wrong with veggies. Dude, kale, broccoli, red cabbage, bok choy is so good. Oh, there's, bok so, there's so many good vegetables Do out there. Do yourself a favor and just go out and buy a vegetable that you've never eaten before. There's so many out there. Or three if you'd like. Just When you're at the store, just grab one Dude, that you haven't eaten persimmon? Before. You guys know what that is? I actually don't. Man, I was in Vancouver like last year and they showed me persimmons. They look like little tomatoes. They're nice. sweet though. I don't even know what that is. It's might, it might not be a vegetable. It's probably a fruit, but never heard of it before. Delicious. Go to your local fruit stands and farmer's markets, and you'll find some dope shit for sure. Yeah. I'm done with that. Also, uh, milk. I hadn't had milk for a long time. I had cut out dairy out of my diet. I would have – I didn't cut it out fully because I would have um, cheese every now and again. But I decided to uh, – you know, see how my body reacted to having some milk, and I went and got some grass-fed um, organic whole milk, Kelowna, the Supernatural. It's pretty it's pretty dank for milk, um, and it's delicious. But my body was fine, and I've actually trained more past, like, a couple weeks than I have in a while, and I've felt mm-hmm. really good. Like, my body, I haven't been sore and stuff. I don't know. There's a lot to be said about, like... I, I, don't, I don't know if it's it, but, dude, I feel really good on it. So. That's, that's one of the hardest things about nutrition is you don't even know. 
Yeah. What's like it doesn't genetic you, like or... the placebos there sometimes you're just yeah. like I feel better I just do yeah and you just like <laughs> it might have zero like dick have... all to do with like what you're eating sometimes it's like sometimes it's just your mindset you know if you're if you're in a good mindset then I think it's really important I, you're still definitely... eating really healthy you're not gonna feel good probably about yourself if you're eating Max Big Macs and like just talk about just forty craft singles. <laughs> on like a, just like an afternoon with some salt just like nonstop cheese and yeah I don't know um, maybe some just like disgusting like candy <laughs> just like the ones that don't even have a name they just come in like foily wrappers and the ones that are like the last ones to eat on Halloween unidentified candies unidentified candies oh my god dude <laughs> just a, and maybe some I ate way too much sugar <laughs> I'm so glad that I just don't have candy anymore so, right. no, well, so, I want to say one more thing about well, yeah, nutrition, but let's maybe move Wait, on. Wait, can, can I just Let's finish it up with Ken? Right can I finish it up with what Ken said, to, said about milk? It was that you should use it as a supplement. Um, don't just drink milk on a regular basis to drink milk. Uh-huh. He said it should be, like, more as a supplement. Maybe, like, maybe post-workout, drink, like, glass of milk or whatever. So. Hmm. Cool. Anyways, moving well, on. what I was going to say was also about milk, um, which is that it's actually been shown that a lot of, like, people from... Um, I guess certain part of Europe um, have evolved to actually digest um, lactose. Because so, one of the problems is that um, during the like process of pasteurizing and homogenizing or whatever, yeah. um, you take out the lactase, which is the balancing agent between like lactose and lactase. Um, so, um, like a lot of the, they found that a lot of the people from like northern Europe, I think it is. Um, have the ability to like produce more lactase, so they're better at digesting lactose. So like Rachel will recommend that you actually get tested, um, like your blood blood tested to yeah. see if you actually are capable, are, are capable of like processing lactose. That um, can be cause huge because some, some people like really can drink milk and lots of dairy and be just fine, and like you might be in yeah. that category. And a lot of that comes down to just your DNA and your your genetics and all that. So, well, dude, yogurt that's huge. Shit. Yogurt, my my like my stomach can kind of like eat more gassy, and my stomach might not feel as good. But milk, like no yeah. problem. So and that's maybe just you. That's yeah, exactly. Like what he's saying. Like, so definitely, if you can get your lineage checked out, I don't know how much that is, but I think that's something our friend Amos did recently. He actually found out that he has like a sensitivity to gluten or something, and he was like really upset. He's like, damn it! Like he wanted an out to like. Eat, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but, uh, I think it's important. It's an important investment. Like, if you're going to invest in anything, invest in your body. Like, you know, yeah. And, like, eat good, healthy food. You're going to like spend a bunch of money like on random stuff. You know, spend money on eating healthy, eating good food. Feels good. Actually, somebody said to me, they're like, "Oh, you always eat so healthy," and I'm like, "It's not that I eat healthy. I eat real food." That's what I told them. So I ate real food. It's kind of a no-brainer you know? for me. It's just like, kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I, don't I think a lot of us are really interested in like optimizing our, our health and optimizing like our lives. In a lot of ways, like parkour, I think, applies to... Or people that are involved in parkour seem to have a, a tendency to like want to know and get good at things, especially the guys that I've met, like Dylan, um, who are you know excelling or advanced in a lot of ways. It's like... I think that mindset, you're just like, all right, I've kind of, where, where can I like improve? You know, like you want to be like the best version of yourself mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, all right, picking the aspects of life, fashion, nutrition. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, you know what I mean though? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm totally like fashion just a fashion, hasn't fashionista. Figured, figured into my, uh, I'm just saying whatever. like, 
<laughs> it's something I pay attention to. It's like, all right, I might as well like dress well. You know, I got time to learn about it a little bit. I want to be some scrub. Um, <laughs> and then, sure enough, now we have our own clothing brand. Holla. Holla, holla. holla. <laughs> gotta always plug it. Gotta plug it. This, merm shout out. This, perm, this pro- podcast is brought to you by Merm. It is. Um, as, it might as well have been, at least. Uh, so we're plugging <laughs> it a little bit. Uh, but we do got a Modern Heroes collection coming out. Um, I mean, hopefully in a few weeks. Shirts are getting printed as, well, not as we speak, but... but- Earlier today and tomorrow morning. Earlier today and tomorrow morning, yes. They're getting printed, and uh, those are going to be out hopefully real soon, and uh, along with a dope video. So we'll just leave that leave that teasing you guys for now. Um, all right, in the news. In the news. In the news. This is a – I don't know if you guys are aware. I think Dylan said he was mildly aware. Knox, I don't know if you've heard about this. You told me about it, but I haven't seen anything firsthand. So let's see here. Was it like two days ago, three days ago? Just call know. it that. Either way, it's a. Uh, <laughs> there's like this giant, it's giant like celebrity nude nude photo leaks that was happening <laughs> on the internet. So apparently, there's like this underground ring of like just I don't know. I guess you could call them perverts or hackers or some kind of perv hackers. <laughs> and they're just like perv hackers. I mean, whatever. They're finding they're or maybe they're they're not even necessarily hackers. They're people was, that have acquired or something. No, they they're people that have. Well, I don't know. I've read some stuff, but like, I feel like it was all released at once. So it must have been one guy. No, no, no. This is the okay. thing. It wasn't all released at once. There is like internet currency called bitcoins, right? That's like kind of not really a thing, but it's becoming a thing now. So, like, these dudes were, like, demanding Bitcoins for, like, releasing the photos. But they're all posting, like, anonymously and stuff. I don't really know exactly how it works out, but, like, I looked into it a little bit. And basically it sounded like there was an underground ring of, like, celebrity photo, like, (laughs) nude photo trading, basically. Like, people, like, they would, like, meet. I don't even know. I don't know how it works on the Internet sometimes with that kind of stuff. Like, I definitely am not that kind of savvy with internet, but it's just, like, these guys are all have, like, there's just nude photos, and then eventually this one dude started to post them, and then maybe he, people were getting on board because they were getting Bitcoin donations to release them. So there's a big, there's a huge ones was J- Jennifer Lawrence, because she's, like, biggest movie star in Hollywood, or one of them, right? Uh, and you don't really know she is, but Kate I Upton. did see photos of her that you showed me. They were not nude. And she's gorgeous, dude. She's so fine. Mm. Oh, yeah. And she's real fine without she's her clothes off, too. I mean, I had to look. What were you you looked, do? did you? Of course I'm going to look. <laughs> By the way, this is, right, this is a hot topic. Like, I want, like you, this, this pictures were just clearly not meant for me or for anyone of the probably millions of people that have seen them now. So this is a serious – there's, like, a bunch of people that are, like, you know, trying to show their support. They're, like, really um, – what's it called? shunning or just like scolding anyone who's like looking or sharing at the photos um and you know i don't know what to say like curiosity got the best of me man i had to look i know who she is she's too famous for me not to look but uh yeah i mean it's not what are you the burden is not on you burdens i mean the picture you're is supposed to there. feel bad about it a little bit and i guess i do it but not, not really i mean it's just <laughs> how am i not gonna look at that you know what, I would look at a nude photo of a man too. It's not like I'm just, you know, I just, if he was a celebrity, I'd have to know. You have to size yourself up, see if you got him beat. <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> oh, that's funny. 
But uh, I don't know. What would you guys do if you if your iCloud? This is how it happened. Was iCloud accounts got hacked? Apparently, like and my nude photos went up. So yeah. Well, what do you think? What if, what if your nude photos were all up? Or do you have nude photos? On I'd your probably uh, I'd probably go look at them. You would go look at them. I'd go look at my own. First step: photos. look at them. Uh, Second step: <laughs> How would you feel? You got a analyze girlfriend. them. You got a girlfriend. What if uh, there's some intimates of you two on there? I don't know if they're hot or not, but um, let's just say hypothetically they are, so you don't have to confirm or deny it. How would I feel about it? How would you feel about those being out there? You're not super famous or anything, but I what mean, if everyone honestly, at any time to just see those. I would only care if it affected the two of us. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could give a shit guys? less. Like I look good with a shirt off. I don't really care. <laughs> like there's someone that's gonna have a bigger dick than you. There's someone that's gonna have a smaller dick. I don't really care. My butt's sizable enough. You know, whatever. <laughs> I would wear a size eight and a half shoe. Okay, but if it like affected our relationship in any way and she wasn't stoked, that's where like I would draw the line, and not be happy with it. Yeah, but other than that, that'd be rough like, though. What we, what could you do? Oh man, you couldn't do anything. Well, it's I mean, if she, it's that, like if she knew that I you took the photo, it's no one's fault. She, I mean, she oh, probably, if it was a candid that you, she didn't know about, that'd you know, be bad. That would be bad. That's what I'm saying. But if, no, if she it'd be like that, if she knew about it, that we had like some photos together, she'd probably be like, "Oh shit." Well, yeah, I'm with the, you. The girl you that I'm with now, she probably wouldn't care that much. She's really cool. But I think this is a. Uh, I think this is. It's probably liberating, honestly. Yeah, liberating, yeah. Just, yeah. I would it's, say, like, imagine you're like one of these celebrities. Like, well, basically, half the world's seen me naked now. So now yeah. you're like, all right, we're like, well, I can, can do move right on. I, I can do whatever right I want. Here's some more naked photos. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put these with the bunch. If she wanted to, um, she could just drop do some high quality like HD photos oh now and sell them for real. I mean, I don't know. She's. She doesn't need to sell shit. She's she doesn't just fine. She's doing it just fine. <laughs> you know what? I'm totally on board with uh, how you're taking it. I would say the same thing. It's just like, it is what it is. You just kind of have to like own it at that point, I guess. Yeah. And I think and it's a little bit of a tooth. It's like a very American thing to like, just like super into like the nudity is so taboo and stuff. I don't think it'd be as big a it's... deal across like in some countries, overseas, places like I don't know, Germany or something. Yeah. I bet, like, they just don't care as much. Yeah. You know, obviously, they're huge celebrities and stuff, but they're going to appear nude in movies sometimes anyhow. It's not people, like, lose their shit, like, when an actress or an actor, like, goes full frontal. I mean, I, that's, that is one thing I do want to say. Like, I, it's a fucking breach of privacy. Like, the, yeah. whoever did it is a fucking asshat. Yeah, like, agreed. I do not... Yeah. Condone that at all? It's, no, that is not a, okay. It's oh, such yeah. a shit. That's movie. like a peeping tom of yeah. not cool of the internet. But when it comes down to it, like what my reaction would be is just like, okay, oh well. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess it happens. It's uh, it's a bummer, you know. I hope that they're not taking it too hard, you know, all these like celebrities or whatever. But uh, it's out there now. So if you're taking pictures of yourself naked, make sure they look good because they might get out. <laughs> they might get out. Make sure they look real good. Don't, I mean, now, why wouldn't you, I guess? I mean, no, I don't, don't have to make a picture of you out there. Just delete um, the bad ones. Delete keep all the, the bad ones. Just keep the good ones just in case they hack it. <laughs> just, take, just take some photos for the hackers. Just to, How yeah. about that? <laughs> there you go. All right. So we covered all the news. See, um, what, do we got, what do we got next? We are at about 45 minutes, so we maybe can cover one last little thing, and then we'll go to fan questions. Uh, shoot. We got a lot of fan questions. This we got a lot of fan questions? Really? Should we just dip right into it? Unless, what did, what did you want to say? Shoes. We, we could talk about shoes talk and, shoes? like, what shoes are good. I feel like that would go for quite a while, maybe. But let, let's... All right. 
we could talk about yeah let's leave that for next week then screw it um shoes next week get stay tuned you guys don't buy your shoes in for a week just wait a week before (laughs) you purchase anything yeah just hold the phone it might be a new shoe coming out you never know actually i did let's before we move on i want to give a shout out to farang oh sent me some free gear oh recently big time shout out is that what that is where's mine by the way jason give it up (laughs) i know i haven't put out a video that's probably (laughs) good no it's really cool i i think that's dude i love jason he's been like my favorite athlete in the world, him and Pasha are my two favorite. Yeah, ever. They're yeah, really that's awesome. just, yeah. just their like, style the resonates with me. Support the community and just like, hey, you're like putting out cool shit. Here's like, some here's swag. some. Their like, style resonates free, with me so free much. Swag. You know, they're not just like only in it for like profit and whatnot. They're yeah, just, definitely like, they're out there for the community. You know, I think that's uh, cool. a powerhouse team, and like, oh yeah, much love to them because they're, you know, them and Storm in a lot of ways. I think, um, but. You know, even especially Sprang is like pushing this. Sprang is like, Sprang is it, man? Really They're my favorite. Like, um, They're doing it all. I always said like, when I was like, when I joined the Apex Movement Pro Team, I was like, that was like whatever. It was a year ago, <laughs> but I was like, I love Apex Movement. She's my girlfriend, <laughs> but I lust for Sprang. <laughs> oh like, she's my celebrity crush, basically, is what it was. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and now you're your married. Beast. Hopefully, yeah. Now. Um, you're engaged. You're engaged, Merm. <laughs> yeah, but you know Until what? You hopefully, that tattoo. Merm, hopefully, Merm gets <laughs> as big as it can be to help do some similar things. Yeah. I would love to give back to the community um, and start sponsoring athletes that really have like a, a future, you know, if they can get sponsored. So, so buy all of our stuff <laughs> when it comes out, so we can. You can just build. you can just deposit some money into our accounts. How about that? Skip the clothing. No, I think it's yeah, awesome that they are setting a tone and they're like. It's real freerunners like creating freerunning culture, which is like the dopest thing yeah. that could happen. So, big shout out, well deserved. Um, they hooked up Rilla Hops as well, which is another great team. And uh, let's go ahead and let's go on to fan questions. Do you have all of them on the post? Why don't you pull that post up? Actually, I'm watching a video of Daniel Labaka jumping off of. Well, is that that was entirely too tall? Is this Daniel Labaka doing a height drop? Well, I guess it's not a. It's pretty fitting that he's doing okay, a Okay, keep it a fan question. He's, he's actually doing a roll. Until, until we have a video podcast where people can actually, we can share the video with them. We can't. No, can't shut up. Here's, here's the thing. If you want to see this video, go to Substance Over Hype, uh, the Facebook page, and uh, check out Daniel Labaca doing a big old jump to roll. It's not something this you see. This is new? Video. This is recent? This is, just came out on the news feed. He's just doing a... An entirely too big of a jump to roll. That was a really clean. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, it's it's ridiculously tall. You know what though? Height drop. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably doing it for the podcast. Hashtag. He called our. He saw our name and he wants it out there. All Um, right. Height drops are kind of a running joke. If you guys don't know, for a while there, was that a year ago? Two years ago? I don't even know when that started like becoming a little phrase. Oh, it's. It's been a thing for a while. It's been a thing for a while. I mean, I don't even know, but it's just. But that's it's basically the world's first and only technique that you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in any situation. If you just drop off something really tall, then the taller it is, the less likely someone's going to be able to do it behind you. Whoever's chasing you, and uh, so. Oh, no, all you have to worry about is landing. It's just one thing you got to think about. <laughs> I mean, that's that's it. Super easy. Yeah, I mean, that's no spinning, <laughs> like that. All right, so did you pull the post up? 
All right, well, we've you got don't even really two have to use different statuses. We've got mine, which okay. now has, like, 15 comments or something. And then we've got yours. Let's go through yours. So let's pick the good ones here. out. Skip the nubs. Okay. For you nubs out there. Not the hard. nubs. Not the nub. I'm not the nub like parkour practitioners. I mean the nub questions. <laughs> if you got a nub question, like, um, like, what's, what's cooler, like, I don't even know. I can't even think of it. <laughs> what's, like, a super noob question? I don't even know. Well, I mean, there's the trolls that... The trolls. That's, that that's basically what I mean, is the trolls. Okay. If well, you have I an honest like question, trolls, so... If you get an honest question, then, uh... Okay. Let's, uh, let's go to Amos Rendau. Uh, he's asking, what are the intentions behind your regular practice and play? Practice and play? Is that one thing, or is that two things? I guess address them separately, if you'd like. Damn it. Yeah, most of course he does that. My, right, my intentions are to learn about myself and surprise myself and better and further myself, basically, I would say. Um, I'm always trying to get better, teach myself something new, push myself in a way. Like, if I'm doing it for any other, like, if there's not, if there's not any challenge there, then I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know? So... I would have to. Agree um, with so that I mean, in, in some ways, it's 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 like just repping technique because I want to make sure that I'm on point or whatever. So there's there's obviously that, but like you know, what I live for, what I'm trying to do with with my training is always to like go further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What were you just I saying? think that can change. Like the like the focus of your progression can be different each time. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes my, I focus on like building, like I don't know, a new technique or. Sometimes I focus on jumping farther, or sometimes I focus on, like, (laughs) just doing something that's, like, mentally really challenging. Um, So it can be different, but, yeah, for me, it's always about progressing. If I'm not progressing, then I don't know. Yeah. It's not really worth my time, but um, at the same time, I think the word play is a good... Like you said, he said, um, what, what are the intentions behind your regular practice and play? Um, so I do think they are kind of different. Sometimes I, I do just kind of mess around. Yeah. And in that case, it's, my intention is just to have fun. Yeah, I totally agree. Is, yeah. There's definitely times where I'm like, and it's weird because those times can sometimes push you like into like the, Mm -hmm. not necessarily the most beastliest thing you've ever did, but it'll, you can really explore like those movements in a different way when you have like that, that just fun loving intention. And, uh, I would say that's actually a huge part of it is I don't know if I actually consciously try to push myself. That's what I always gravitate towards because I like to do difficult things. Yeah. Like that's kind of, you know, things that are hard to do. I want to be like trying stuff that's new and different, but my intentions when I go out there are to like for adventure and like just the unknown sometimes even. That's it. So it's like, it's, it's sometimes just like, I want to just go out and explore and have fun. Like, Dude, I hate doing parkour and not like, create, interact. Create a story, like, with no, you know, just write it. The blank book and of a Saturday day. Just wake <laughs> up at, like, 1230 with Knox and just go <laughs> out and just we go out to the world and we just do whatever happens. And it's obviously we're going to start jumping around just because we like to, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I, a, I hate getting stuck in one spot. I like to just move around. These cotton-headed ninny-muggins are waking up at 1230. You heard them right. <laughs> I never wake up later than like nine thirty, ever. Dude, I'm trying to reverse this. Yeah, 
I'm trying to reverse this, but well, we would have waken up earlier, except for you're always habits. working on and Saturdays, so we have no reason. Well, to yeah, wake you up. go. Well, sometimes I'll go out on a Friday night though, and I don't get home till like two thirty. True. I and still wake up early because my fucking brain works like that. Well, you're well, still anyways, young. Okay. I need my eight hours, man. I have to. I, I insist upon it. I'll wake up at nine. I'll go back to bed. Oh, me too. <laughs> I don't care. I won't even go to work on time if I don't get eight hours of sleep. <laughs> like fuck them. I'm sleeping. All right, we should move on because we've got a lot of questions here. Uh, These three are from Jake. They're terrible. Give us one. I'm just going to read them anyways because they're funny. Uh, If you could be an anamorph, what would be your favorite animal to turn into? A gibbon. Okay, next one. That's actually, yeah, and I think across the board we'd all turn into? like to be a gibbon. <laughs> Definitely a gibbon. I mean, I mean one-armed giant. One-armed giant. Their beast is, their beast is all hell, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. What, I mean, it'd be kind of cool to be a bird for at least a little while. Oh, yeah. You could fly. But you could also swing up to 15 meters if you're a gibbon, which is 50 feet. So you're basically flying and lashing on one arm. Yeah, I don't know if it would, um... <laughs> You could do some precision, like, flying, though, or something, you know? Just yeah. fly through some, like, tight branches. Like a falcon? Would yeah. you want to be a falcon, little and fast? Yeah. Do? What am I, I mean, what am I going to be, an ostrich? Well, you could be, like, a hawk or an eagle, but they're going extinct, so fuck them. They're obviously not doing it right. I always said if you are going to um, go with, like, the motif of calling moves, like, after animals... That precision should be bird landings. Ah. They're the masters of precision. They, they can fly precise. like 30 miles per hour and then just stop and land on a branch. Dude, sometimes they'll just. I do like a precision it. too. Yeah. I, it might be really fun to be a bird. Oh, yeah, I would. Like I an ostrich. An ostrich. <laughs> you know, just run around. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> by the way, uh, I'm going to plug Brian Callen. I don't know like if you, anyone's ever heard of him. He's a comedian. He's got a special called Man Class. And he has his bit on the ostrich, and it's hilarious. Ostriches are bad bitches, man. They don't mess around. <laughs> they can run so fast, and they can, like, kick a line in the face and just not even care. Really? They're one of the most badass animals. Like, look it up. Ostriches, well, I was joking, but I know. maybe Well, I, I would want to be an ostrich either just because they, just look they can't fly, and, and it's fly. just like, I want arms or something if I'm going to... Imagine make, if ostriches if I'm, if I'm not going to be able to fly... That'd be fucked think up. about this. That'd be crazy. That They'd be, be a real... menacing bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, Jake Smith, again, would you rather have the ability to fly, but you can't open your eyes, or the ability to become v- invisible, but only if you have something uncomfortable in your butt? <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Ooh. Brandon, I mean, answering first. Oh God, I really don't want the butt thing, but what are you going to do if you can't fly because your eyes are closed? Yeah, that. I would not fly if my eyes were closed. It'd be pretty cool to be invisible, though, right? Yeah, except now you got a thing in your ass. But you always kind of got right. something in your ass. I guess we got to go shit. with the butt thing, even though... I think it's I'm, like, I'm going with that as well. I'm gonna go because at least thing. you could do stuff with it. Yeah. Right. Like, you could, like... I mean, it'd be uncomfortable, but, I mean, you'd probably get used to it. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah, I wonder if it has to stay uncomfortable. I wonder if you have to, like, yeah, is it, like, always, like, first insertion, like, with the first, like, three, <laughs> first three minutes, or... It's uh, a we're going too deep. I'm also it's, curious, what happens if you have to poop? Do you get to pull it out, or do you have to talk about dry insertion? Do you have to poop around it, or <laughs> or do you get to pull it out and then put it back in? Too far, too far. Too much. Let's okay. go, uh, back to, uh, It is too far. <laughs> What's your favorite food that you can eat with one chopstick? God damn it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> the strawberry. Next question. 
Okay. <laughs> Shay Subramanian. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I like Shay. I love Shay, let get, but let me get a look at I it. I don't know how to pronounce Subramanian. Subramanian. I just call him Submarine. Subramanian. I just always call him Submarine. Okay. I like it. If you had to choose between a magic owl, a magic rabbit, and a normal yet massive sperm whale as a pet, which one would you choose? Magic owl. Definitely. I don't know. Whoa. Do you feel like owls are the smartest of those? Do this again. Do this again. The thing is, like, if you have a sperm whale, like, you also have a really big pool, and that'd be pretty sweet. I guess that, I mean, you could, like, take your, I don't know, you could, like, ride the sperm whale. I don't know. That'd be pretty dope. What kind of I didn't, I didn't picture it as a domesticated do sperm whale. I just pictured it as a normal <laughs> sperm whale that you're like, that's my pet, but he doesn't give a shit. Like, he just swims whatever direction he wants. I guess if he comes up, there way. Like, I'd still go with the owl. Magic owl. Okay, well, mine's sperm whale. What was the bunny rabbit one? Magic. It's a magic, magic rabbit. I don't even know. What all are magic. What's the magic? Dude, that's do. the best part. You don't even know, don't even but know. he's magic. Dude, they can do whatever they want. Ooh. I guess you could have a horrible... Thinking about some Harry Potter shit right now. All right, looks like... Okay, let's move on. Move on, move on. We've got Ian William. Uh, besides manhood, what was a significant mental challenge for you in your recent training? And Was it a particular jump, gap, trick, or a s- aspect of training? So apparently that's for me. That's got to be for you. <laughs> um, oh, what have I done recently? I don't know. I guess I've been working on like more flips recently, I guess. Um I don't know, it's not something I normally do, so I'm, like, a little bit... Is there anything that's, like, like, on par with, like, the level of, like, mental fortitude required to do it? I mean, honestly, that was... That was a pretty big one for me. Not because of, like, the gap itself, but because of all the, like, the... Yeah, it wasn't hard the first time. Like, the first time I did it, it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm just gonna do this thing. And it was, like, I had committed to it, I... I thought through what I thought to be, like, all the steps that I needed, um, and I just went for it, um, but that second time was, like, like, a really big deal for me, because a lot, a lot of it wasn't necessarily even my baggage, like, a lot of people would put, like, their own, like, project their own thoughts onto it, like, oh, dude, you almost died, like, and I didn't necessarily ever really think that I almost died, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, sure, I slipped and, like, but at the end of the day, I never thought that I was going to, like, not catch that wall. I was flying face first at it, but I was like, <laughs> I'm going to catch that wall because I'm flying at it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that one had just a, a lot of baggage from, like, just what I thought about it, what other people thought about it and projected onto it. And um, so that I don't know if I've ever had, like, something that big that I had to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, from then on out, like, everything I do is pretty calculated um, to the point where I, I know I'm going to be able to do it just fine, or at least I have the bailout very well planned out. So, I mean, <laughs> the hardest things that I've had to overcome, like, mentally recently are, are like, kind of flips, honestly, because I haven't even really done them recently. But you're so like, good at them. Well, you're really you. good at them. So yeah. It's ridiculous how good you are. It's kind of I'm like, oh, okay, he hasn't done that in, like, six months, and it was perfect. <laughs> I don't know if that, I guess I didn't really answer the question. It's a hard question. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've been working on, like, weird, like, stalls. Like, I was working on that thing. I was inspired by uh, Alfred Scott, who's doing that, like, swing uh, layout. Or I guess it was, like, a um, stall cast back thing. Yeah. Um, He does them, like, 
really ridiculously Dude, well. He's got a ridiculous um, like. So I've just had I, it's more like ability to win do his it. Body. It was just like when I was like first trying to learn it, I was just like I can't stall. <laughs> I just like my body won't let me do it. It wasn't necessarily. So it was. Like, it was. It, did it feel like um, it was like these flips are maybe like the first. You'd forgotten how hard you like things can be. Oh yeah, for sure. Like no. things have been coming sort of easy since you've been delving into a lot of jumps, which are your forte, and then you're like, oh, exploring flips again, and things are a little bit difficult. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's a reoccurring theme. I <laughs> like. I recently like designed like my own like private lesson curriculum, uh-huh. and my whole thing is based around like improving jumps and improving your mentality because those two things are like basically the biggest wins in parkour. If you can jump really far and high, you're going to be able to do anything else really easily. If you have the mentality, you can try anything you want, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can take those two things together, like everything else just becomes a lot easier. So, like yeah, flips sometimes it's like I just don't get how to do that, you know? Like, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still like you're going to be able to do it easier because yeah. you you've got the power to make it happen. <laughs> And the so, mentality to actually go for it and think about it in the right way. Uh, okay. Anyways, let's move on. Um, oh my god, Jesus! You got a whole bunch of them. <sighs> should I skip the the troll ones? You you do whatever you want, but or should we read them all just for fun? Well, maybe we skip over them, but just just read them and then we'll decide if we're gonna okay. give it any time. <laughs> Ian William again. If you could release any substance when you orgasm, what <laughs> substance would you pick? Of the cheese for macaroni and cheese. Trolling, next one. <laughs> That's disgusting, by the way. Definitely not choosing any kind of dairy product. But let's go <laughs> to the next one. To the next one. You're not going to answer? Uh, it's like a one-word answer. Chocolate. Like chocolate? A, like a... Dude, you could release like a, anything like a, out of... Like a... Anything. Anything you want. Wait, let me actually... Gold, like diamonds, this, I guess. Like, I would be rich. Oh, that's actually... That's I would do want. diamonds. It would might hurt your diamonds. urethra, but I would That's it. like, yeah, that's some serious stones. I would I would release BMWs. BMWs. <laughs> Just like an entire car. Jesus, Dylan. Yeah. It would feel good, though, right? Well, you got to let your right. imagination run wild. So, on to Eric Rubin. What fundamentals do you wish you could go back and tell yourself to focus on earlier in your training? Are there any standards that you hold yourself to now in your technique that you wish you had followed from the beginning? Dylan Baker, the answer is no. For it's what, other people. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, and he wasn't done. He said, what sort of joint prep do you do on a regular basis? Oh. So it's kind of a few different questions. Um, so yeah, is there any technique that you would have... Would you want to gloss over real quick? Give it your best? Uh, let's see. I feel like since these are ones on your side... I mean, I already kind of addressed this. Is like... Learning to jump and land properly and have having good footwork and just, like, good biomechanics and just in that one aspect is, like, if I had focused on that more, I would, I feel like I would be more beast. I'm going like to back early. that up. Back that up. Landing, I think, is the hugest thing. If landing. you can land, yeah, land, then things happen easier. Yeah. And you get to train more. And if you have shitty landings, you're just not going to go anywhere. And that's the one I would say I didn't focus on enough. Um, it's hard to really perfect your landing, but just being quiet, being quiet with everything you do yeah. is going to help. I would say, like, if nothing else, like, don't let yourself be loud because that's just shit technique typically, and it's bad for your body. You're not getting any merm problems you'll get... if you're loud. <laughs> <laughs> just be Vinnie Coriel. Study Vinnie Coriel. It's super clean. Um, 
Yeah, and then the last thing you said was, what sort of joint prep do you do on a regular basis, if any? I do a lot of rolling, so, like, lacrosse balls. Lacrosse balls. Stuff, just, yeah. like, around joints, just to loosen up the muscles and get things uh, activated in the right way. Probably uh, should great. be releasing some synovial fluid more frequently. Uh, I'm not, I haven't been doing that much, but, like, uh, some joint rotations and stuff like that would be good. Yeah. Yep. I do the my fascia release, lacrosse balls, and, like, PVC pipe rolling and stretch on an off day. Or I try to stretch a little bit every night, but I'll go deep into my stretches at least, like, once or twice a week, trying to, like, actually push my flexibility and not just maintain it. All right, we got... Brandon Haupt, if you could only wear one shoe that would last for the rest of your life in parkour, what would it be and why? What's We're going to cover this next week. We are, but you could briefly say it. I don't think it exists yet. You don't think it exists? Actually, I yeah, I would, I would create a new shoe. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck. I got one. Hold on, hold on. This shit. Oh, okay, we're good. Maybe. Maybe not. I think we're going. Something like... On my computer just aired, so I hope this is still recording. All right. Looks like it. It's red. Um, Shoot. Well, anywho. Dude, I would do some sort of a version of the FOSS. I'll tell you what. I'll describe it. It's got zero drop in the heel. Yep. It's got a little One rubber piece. It's a little bit of padding. It's got one, like, rubber. Like, there's no tread on the bottom. Nope. It's smooth and, like, sticky rubber. A rubber slab. Rubber slab. It's flexible. Not hard. It's right? basically it's just nice. like mesh on top. Um, there's laces and stuff, but it's essentially ready to go out of the box. No breaking in time. I don't care if I have to break it in. If I'm no, gonna I for the rest of my life, I'll, I'll take two. <laughs> oh, that's weeks true. To break I guess it's the rest. <laughs> Forgot about the question at hand. But no, I guess I mean, if you're that's that's the merm shoe that's gonna happen. I mean, honestly, big uh, big shout out, negative shout out to all you people that have made parkour shoes. <laughs> They're pretty fucking weak. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna throw that out there. They're pretty big old heels, dude. Ola, what is that? Tons like of just it's tons like of fucking rubber, rubber and foam and all the shit that you don't need. Yeah, there's a, like, there's a little too much. Someone going on just on make a shoe. Okay, Merm, calling you guys out. You guys, <laughs> yeah, call yeah. yourself out, homie. You're part I'm of Merm. Talking about us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna make a shoe maybe one day. I would we'll, like we'll to be a lot exactly of support in order to get it. I just want to design it. I don't actually want to make it. I'm terrible at making shoes, as far as I know. Yeah, probably. Make it. Well, no, we're not going to make it. I don't imagine ourselves like <laughs> sewing. Sew leather together. Right. Making a factory. Okay, uh, onwards. Uh, oh, it's going to have a wide toe box. You better ooh, believe that. Real nice and wide. That's a good call. Okay, okay, Brandon, help with the second part of his question. What's your favorite kind of music or artist to train to? It's kind of a good question. I don't train with headphones in really ever. Yeah, um, actually, a um, lot of people do that. It's not my thing. I don't know why it isn't, but I, I just kind of like whatever it is I'm listening to. No, actually, I've I've uh, noticed that as kind of maybe a negative trend in parkour. Um, I think it's okay if like you're just playing around, mm-hmm. um, but if you need music to amp you up, I think that starts to be it becomes like a crutch. Like, I've, I've seen people just, like, they have to have their, their music playing for them to, like, really go for something big. Yeah. And I think that can be... Like, anytime you have a crutch, I think that's probably a negative thing. Just like yeah. anyone... Like, if you need to train with other people to, to progress, I think that's mm-hmm. another crutch. It's like, you need the approval of someone else. Um, so, like, 
for me, I'm trying to remove as many crutches as I can to come down to that raw state where I can progress on my own, uninhibited, like, from my own just, like, raw mental state. Mm -hmm. um, but then at the same time, yeah, I think it's cool to listen to music. And, well, know, one, like Vinny Coriel wears headphones all the time, and he's a boss. I actually really like using headphones. Like, sometimes, um, like, obviously certain stuff, like, doing roof missions and, like, night missions and shit, just, I don't want to have headphones in. And a lot of times I don't, but it's really nice for warming up and just kind of, like, getting myself focused to the point where I don't have to worry about, Testing. you know, See, I think this thing's flatlined. I don't know if it's recording us anymore, dudes. Um, we're going to stop, and we're going to just rejoin the podcast if it's still going in just a second here. Oh. Oh. See? Damn. Seems Computer's like slagging hard. It's All right. We need to start wrapping it up. Anyways, let me finish up. I think it allows me to get into a place where I'm not focused on other people, especially if I'm training in a spot where there's a bunch of like onlookers, people who are just like, wanting to stare at you, you know, I can just really block them out and ignore them. And then when I get to, like, my more serious training, I'll, like, take off my headphones and kind of do that. But I don't but know. Bro. I like the music, I'm not, <laughs> I don't really care. The wouldn't you like to be able to block them out without music? No, I it's do. A crutch, but sometimes bro. It's a crutch, bro. I don't care, dude. Yeah, okay, bro. let's move on. You're we tiny, Tim, man. You're crutching through this. Okay, we've got Alex Martos with the same question that he gave us last week that we didn't get to answer. What was it? Which was, does Schmied make you better at PK? Oh, my God. And I don't Schmied. know what that means. Does Schmied make you better at PK? <laughs> well, we don't know what Schmied is. What's his name, Alex? <laughs> Alex Martos. Um, if he's talking about weed, I'll tell you one thing. It doesn't make me better at PK. Oh, so, no, it does not. Uh, I definitely... Schmied. You know, whatever. To each his own, as far as I'm concerned. Doesn't I really make don't care. It's legal in Colorado good. now. I'm, it doesn't make me better at virtually anything in life. Or it makes me just think that I'm better. But I don't... I've I've definitely trained high before. Um, but it's I think it's good for if you're very lightly uh, stoned and you kind of go into your warm-up and then it fades off by the time your warm-up is done and you're really, really focused in the zone. Um, that has worked for me. But generally, like, I just prefer to be like sober all the time it's just like a lot i can be like way better at everything when i'm sober yeah i don't i don't think it's benefiting my training ever um it's never it never has i don't really it's i'm over it i'm over it since uh since you know back in the days of high school and college i like it for recreational use only but i don't think it enhances anything really <laughs> Other than, like, a time that would <laughs> normally not be as interesting, maybe. All right. Brandon Halp again with biggest inspirados in the current parkour scene from America. He means inspiration here. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Baker. And, uh, Sitting to my left, Dylan Baker. Yeah. Um, definitely. Good. Knox. Dope. You don't inspire me at all, bro. Sweet. Just kidding. Um, Definitely my <laughs> bros around me. That's why I train with them. Um, everyone in the parkour community around inspire me in one way or another. Um, Let's see. Let's break that? it into categories. So, first of all, Alfred Scott doing crazy weird flips and con gainers all the time. Mm -hmm. Definitely inspiring. Super just inspiring. Like, because his body type his is like super unique, too. Yeah. So, it's just like, damn. Yeah. He's doing cool stuff. 
Vinnie Coriel. Vinnie Coriel is like always just my... a fluid, well-rounded athlete perspective. I'll tell you who else is a real inspiring inspiration for me is Phil Boothby. Oh yeah, he's like one oh, of our yeah. students. He's like forty-three or something like that. He's a beast. He's got a few kids. He's like comes to the gym, and he is such a beast. Like he's he takes my time trials class and he's super fast and super light on his feet. And unfortunately, he injured his Achilles recently. But what's even more inspiring is he like is back in the gym like literally the day after he was like in the hospital and just like doing some tripedal movement, doing pull-ups and stuff. He's got a super good attitude about being injured. So. So sometimes not always inspiration is drawn for me from uh, from people that are super beast, but even people like Help who asked us, Help's yep. like dealing with some knee issues that he's been dealing with for like, I don't even know, a long time. And he never like whines, you never hear him like bitching about it like yeah. I would if I was like, <laughs> I'm not, you know what I'm saying? You would be. But like, <laughs> you know, like I just, it's inspiring just for me to have those guys that have the mental fortitude sometimes to just like keep keep a positive attitude during injury or um, whatever it is. It's gone. It's good. What are we at? Like two hours? We're at two hours. No, we're no. At we're hour. at an hour and 12 minutes. We got to keep, we got to wrap this up. All right. Oh, you guys asked too many questions. Jeez. Sure, we're going to have to thin the herd out. You guys are going to have to actually come up with some good ones next week. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to answer. Well, be like this is the last questions. week we're going through all of them. Okay. We got Josh Dohe. I know you're not a flippy floppy twisty guy, but how might one develop more air awareness? Is this and, still on yours? And body control whilst performing acrobatic movements. Yes, it is still on mine. We haven't even gotten to the. We main haven't one. even gotten to Brandon's one. Okay, well, okay, anyways, just um, we're gonna hyperspeed these questions then. Um, air awareness. Only one of us gets to answer it. Okay, good go. air awareness. Go. I don't even know what the question was, but yes, it's good to have it. He's just wondering how you gain more air awareness. Do it a lot. Seriously. Do not, it. Do what? Do flips. Like, if you want to be good at, like, doing a Webster, do a Webster, like, fucking thousand times. Then you'll be able to do a Webster any way you want to do a Webster. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say, have another suggestion for that. Um, what I've been experimenting with is doing a similar movement in a lot of different ways. Yeah. So, um, for me, like, recently I've just been getting into, like, a flips like backflips off of like hands so like swing cast backs regular cast backs doing cody's on the trampoline palm flips one-handed palm flips so doing like a bunch of different variations of a specific type of flip so that you're like really hammering home kind of that that same like type of concept so yeah if it's like a a backflip with using your hands um doing like a lot of different types of that or if it's a certain type of twist doing a lot of variations so like Fly away full, or just like a full off of something, or you know. And I would you say get the idea. also just yeah, like or practice, like let yourself fall in a lot of different ways. Not necessarily on purpose, but like let your like be prepared to like fall or go in a different axis. Like if you're learning slant gainers or something, you should be able to kind of do it, like kick your leg over your body at any degree, ideally, and be able to come out of it at any angle. So study like Pasha's movement. I think Pasha is like one of the best at entering and exiting flips from a lot of different angles. And if you if you haven't like really thought about it that way, that's someone who I'm always just like, damn, like he can go into flips, he can come out of flips in a lot of different weird ways. So I would say just let yourself fall, and you'll kind of expl- you'll realize there's different areas of chemistry. Like, oh, if I stick my leg out here, if I roll onto my hip, um, I don't always have to land it like dead straight, but I'll be more have more confidence in going for flips as long as I can still keep the impact low. 
Well, by the way, yeah, I would never tell want anyone to do a thousand Webster's. It'd be so boring. <laughs> but no, the no, only way is just you have to do it a lot, point. though. But seriously, drilling just, something just is drill important. something a lot. Like I, I've been doing that. But suppose you can't do Cody and the swing cast backs and all those other ones. Well, I'm not it's saying like, necessarily. That, that's just an example yeah, of no, what you sure. could do. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, I want to learn back folds. And all they work on is just like that one back full. And they work on in the same environment, from the same height, on the same fucking pad. Yeah. It's just like, you're not going to give her You need to get your mind to enter that state from different angles yeah. so that it can start to adapt. Because if you're just like sticking with that one thing over and over again, you're just not going to progress as quickly. And I think that's like... It's kind of a weird way that I've learned to, like, kind of hack my progression, uh-huh. which is to, like, maybe start doing something a little bit harder or start doing something just a little bit weirder, Yeah, you know, and then come back to whatever it is you were trying to learn. Okay, moving on. Uh, Graham Hughes, just reiterating my Pokemon question from last time. Answer me, damn it. Skip. I don't even know. I don't remember what the question was. We are trying to answer it. Yeah. Didn't we? We did? We said Pokemon movie would be. We said Charizard, right? No, that was Trey's question. I don't know what his Pokemon question was. Damn. Well, Graham Hughes. (laughs) You you can't just say it's my same question. I can't. I'm on my status. I'm not going to go back like a week to a different status. Skip. Okay, sorry, bro. You're going to have to repost that question. We're moving up. We're going back to. There's way too many fan questions. All right, you ready? Patrick Schmeichel. Okay. He's got a question. I've heard rumors that height drops can be equally beneficial for strength training as, say, squat training. Is this true? All right. I don't know if he's trolling <laughs> us, but I actually think that the occasional height drop, if you're ready for it, can be a good shock to the body. And it could actually, like, if you have plenty of time in between them, could actually benefit your training. Actually, but- Scott Jackson, who's um, a chiropractor and like i don't know he's been doing like a lot of like scientific study and shit i don't know he's a pretty legit dude but anyways he actually posted a a status i think it was about kai willis kai he like Mm -hmm. posted kai willis's video and he was like um something about he's talking about bone density Uh and how like taking impacts like in a certain way obviously you know you got to be sustainable but taking like height drops and stuff like that can actually increase your bone density and like just your bone health overall mm-hmm. if you're doing it uh, in a sustainable way. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thought. Fun, obviously, kind of probably a trolling question, but but uh, we just you maybe reversed it. We did a switcheroo on you, made it serious. Unless you intended. Yeah, it and then from serious. then on, we've got Brandon Alp asking question. You've already asked him. Is that too many? Get out of here. Moving on. Go, go, to, got, the, uh, go to the main one. What this, the hell? Casey is... and Jake having a conversation doesn't matter. Okay, we're going to the main one. The main one. Or the whatever. Go to the, the, the actual my post or the high drop post. Dude, this this high drop is going to be called the one with way too many questions and the ones that we should have never answered. Dude, <laughs> Actually, hold on. Jared Davis. Take over two vid. Did it suck? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't suck. I think, like we talked about, like if you take it for what it is, which is like, the capturing of like a pretty dope, like a really, really dope event, then it's awesome. If you take it to be like the most beast parkour video and you're like supposed to be the most impressed and, and you like want to watch it more than it, like two times, I don't think it works in that capacity. Like it just simply for me because a gym video, and this is my taste, a gym video just doesn't 
stoke me out as much. And I know we only have one gym video out, so, or I have a few gym videos out, so I can't talk. But at the same time, I'm just saying, I know it's just not the same in the gym. And I get much more excited when I'm seeing stuff out in the, the real world. All right, you want to get to your status and see if there's any Please. worthwhile questions? Um, we're going to the high drop post. Tom Coppola, gym versus outdoor training. Is there a transfer? If so, how much? What about mental perform- or what about for mental performance? Does the atmosphere of gyms make us babies outside? I have a lot to say on this. I think, Tom, we love you, man. We love you so much, and this is a great question, and I think that's why we maybe should save it for next week. It yeah. should just be a topic for next this week. This is two. We're already 20 minutes over where we need to be. Okay, we're going to go ahead and we can't please. answer that this week. We're going to answer it next week. Tom, please post repost that question. Don't just say, hey, no, no, no. Can you answer my question? Not even repost. We'll oh, make it like a down? legitimate part of the podcast. Yeah, we're going we're to okay. write this down. We're yeah. going to talk about gym versus outdoor training next week, so listen in for that. Aiden goes, how – oh, my God. Aiden Maltoff, one of our friends. How does one be as cool beans as your beans? Dude, you just got to freeze – you got to put yourself in the refrigerator, and you'll be real cool. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Um, Wear hair and pants. Last but not least, Chris Cox, do you guys do any lifting or bodyweight training? If so, can you briefly discuss what you do, how you think it transfers? Yes, and it's good. Wait, did you say lifting and Lifting body or bodyweight body training. Uh, lifting and bodyweight training. Okay. I do the big lift, squat, deadlift, and uh, that's, that's it, I guess. Those two. <laughs> um, like hip thrusts and stuff. I think for me, a lot of, and a lot of tracers out there, you want to work on your posterior chain, glutes, hamstrings, and um, sometimes like lower back and stuff and core, which, you know, if you're having good powerlifting technique, you should be working on those too. I think that's the biggest problem. So yeah. work on those glutes, deadlifts, like, um, yeah, deadlift, squat. Deadlifts and squat, I've, I don't know. I mean, I'm not always great about like getting them done, but, um, and I'm, and I'm actually kind of subscribed to the idea that there should be like training periods. So like, I don't, I don't necessarily think I should be lifting a whole lot while I'm trying to train during the summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I do a lot of parkour during the summer and then like winter time comes around and I can't really train outside as much, I'm going to do more more lifting. And I think that's perfectly acceptable. That's what other, like, professional athletes do. Yeah. Um, they go out, they, they have seasons. They have actual seasons where, like, this is when I'm doing track or whatever, and then this is, like, the season when I'm lifting and, like, not even running at all, really. Yeah. You know, so um, I think that's an, a balance that a lot of people forget. Like, people do parkour all, all year round, which is okay. Just, like, you got to be a little bit moderate about that. Um, the other thing that I've been working on is imbalances. So, um, definitely like working on, like, like you said, activating glutes and hamstrings. Um, cause a lot of people are quad dominant and have like closed hip flexors. So I've been trying to like just open up my hip flexors and like do some like glute activation and whatnot along with, um, a lot of people are like slouched over. I definitely don't have great posture. So I've been working on activating my, uh, Scapula, scapula, yeah. Got to retract that scap. Uh, getting those pecs not so tight because that's a huge, another huge one. A lot of parkour athletes are really tight in their pecs. Um, so yeah. Other than that, I think yeah, guys, you you covered it. Some gymnastics body holds are really great too to to build some like beastly strength, planche and levers and stuff like that. Um, I, I've been exploring those, and those are great because especially if you're like taking a break from jumping or you're just trying to give your legs a little bit of a break, they're, they're things that you can work anywhere. Yeah. Like, you don't have to 
the or a plant, you just need a you hold. hard piece of ground. Next right. one. What do we got? This is the last question, I believe. Um, we'll just get to it. While you're finding it, I want to... Who I looks wanna, the best naked? Yeah, that's the one that I want to... This is the last question. <laughs> Let's find out right now. All right, we're going to post a nude pic on our iCloud account when it gets hacked. <laughs> then you guys can send in your votes. So yeah, we're, we got it on the iCloud. Um, <laughs> shout out to one of you guys. If you can hack our iCloud, you can, you can find out for yourself. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. We all look pretty good. We're superstar athletes. I haven't really seen you guys naked, so... Well, I've seen most of Knox, but... <laughs> maybe we'll have a surprise for the viewers. All right, maybe. Um, sorry for running over on time, guys. I hope you stuck with us through those fan questions. If not, at least there was some great content in the beginning there. Any last words, fellas? See you next week, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I guess you'll... We want to finish we'll on next week. boring yeah. fan questions? Nope. <laughs> no more fan <laughs> questions. <laughs> Hopefully we'll come up with some sweet topics to uh, Someone tell cover. a story. Brandon, tell me a story. Um, it's, uh, tell you a story? Okay, here's a funny story. This happened two weeks ago. I saw. I went to some comedy shows with these two guys, with the Mern Bros. I bought these tickets way back when. I was like, I don't even know. It was like early March or something. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy these tickets to Dave Chappelle because I'm a huge comedy fan. And I bought, another, I bought other tickets to see Joe Rogan. And because... Uh, because I thought I would have a girlfriend or something by then, but I'm super <laughs> alone, so I'm just... <laughs> no, um, but for real, I uh, I took Knox to see Joe Rogan the first night on Friday. I didn't know they were going to be the same weekend, which was kind of ridiculous. Just a lot of comedy. And this is what happened. Joe Rogan's filming his special that weekend. So he's filming it for Comedy Central. There's, like, a lot of emails being sent out. It's like, don't... You can't chew gum, no hats. Like, there's a lot of things they want the audience to, like, not be distracting or whatever when they're filming. They said, don't wear white shirts. Knox decides he's going to wear this bright blue shirt. Baby blue. It's like baby blue. And, there were uh, birds on it. I liked it. There was birds on it. Yeah, it was great. It's a good shirt. Um, I'm wearing my Merm shirt. I wanted to wear it. Uh, well, you didn't dibs it, bro. I don't know what to say. Um, don't worry, because we're going to have a bunch of Merm shirts soon. We can both wear them. Wearing my Merm shirt. We go in and we're at Comedy Works down in Denver. In line. Got a few drinks. Getting ready to have some good times. We're going to watch Joe Rogan for the next two hours. And... This, we're at the front of the line. They're seating people. They're, like, pulling people on, like, what's your group? Is your group four? Okay, four people. You're going to sit back here because they want to, like, build the audience. They're, like, looking at us. They're, like, oh, there's a couple of handsome dudes. Put them in the front. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I'm thinking their pro thought process was. <laughs> they look at us. They're, like, are you guys big fans? We're, like, yeah. They're, like, are you shy? We're, like, no. So then they, the girl comes. She's, like, all right, I'm going to put you guys right here. She takes the tape off these two seats. Dead center. Front row. Perfect spot, in the, like the best seats basically in the house. Um, there's like some other front row seats that were like good, you know, but these were like pretty much dead center. And then she takes one look at Knox's shirt and she goes, oh, wait, your shirt's too bright. Boom. Sends us like back to the fourth row, like a bunch of tablets. Okay. okay, that sucked. However, we were right next to the mic, so you got a lot of our laughs in there. <laughs> also... I could, like, Dylan could have broad jumped to Joe Rogan from Yeah, I'm just talking shit. I gave so. Knox a lot of shit for it, but it was still great seats. Like, I could see the pores on Joe Rogan's face. We were still that close. Um, but we but, would have been, I wouldn't have been able to just see inside the pores, I guess. I don't even you know. You would have been able to be we inside were, we the pores. You would have been in the pores. <laughs> 
But uh, so yeah, that was a, a a story that weekend was dope. And then the next night I went and saw Dave Chappelle with Dylan Baker. And it was good. It was dope. Excuse me. All right. That is uh, plenty of talking for the evening. I don't. I don't know why any of you listen to this. If you made it this shit. far, mad props to you. <laughs> Seriously, enter the code four two three nine eight six seven four eight three into my text message, and I'll send you a personal photo of, of all of us naked. All right. So, have a good one, guys. We love you. We do. Um, next we week do. we'll cover shoes and uh, gym training versus outdoor training. All right. Anyways, we out. Peace. <laughs>